Hey guys, welcome to Second Study Podcast and this is your host Suki. And I'm here with the next episode of our Airbnb Hostcast series. This series is all about the Airbnb hosts and their experiences. And of course, the interesting stories that follow. So our today's Airbnb host is Anushka Kotwani. And she is a traveler, a strong advocate of solo travel. And she works in the retail company and has been an Airbnb host since quite a while. And she's in Mumbai right now. So let's just talk to her and know her stories. Hi, Anushka. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty well. So tell me, since how long have you been hosting with Airbnb? And like, what made you start it? So I'm going to answer the second part of your question first. Mm-hmm. Um, I first came across Airbnb when I was traveling solo for the first time in 2012 across Europe. And I used Airbnb in Paris. Um, and the idea came across to me as pretty awesome. I began hosting only um, about late last year, okay. uh, and I quite uh, I quite enjoyed the entire experience of having people from across the world um, in my apartment and getting to meet new people and hear their points of view is, of course, a lot of fun as well. Oh, that's that's amazing. So you basically enjoy the whole hosting process and the whole hosting experience. Yeah, I do. So it it, it also really depends on uh, on people's schedules because mm-hmm. I'm because for example for me I'm a working individual, so I definitely try and ensure that I'm available uh, and accessible to my guests. Uh, if not throughout the day, definitely in in the evenings where we can sit down and have a chat about how their day was, how my day was, uh, what brought them essentially to India, and um, what are their plans in terms of the city or their India trip, and exchanging tips, giving them a few recommendations, etc., etc. Yeah. So that's something that I really enjoy. Well, I'm sure it must be super fun. I mean, hosting could be a way of connecting so well with your guests. Yeah. Definitely. I think uh, one, it's a lovely way to, uh, like I said, meet new people, mm-hmm. to uh, to also broaden your horizons because there's honestly so much to see and to do in the world and everybody comes from very different walks of life. So uh, very recently um, I hosted a couple who was visiting me from Madrid and um, the lady is a yoga teacher and in Madrid, and the gentleman is um, is a is a professor in university over there. So it was very interesting because uh, they were very big on um, on yoga. They were very big on Ayurvedic products. Uh, yeah, and it, it, and they were dying to have uh, pani puri. So I took them to for some really safe and yummy pani puri, uh, which was available locally near my house. Uh, I took them for a walk around uh, through Pali Village, which I feel is so charming because of the lovely graffiti that there is and the way all the little houses are laid out because you don't feel like you are um, in India at that point of time, mm-hmm. or rather, should I say, uh, in, in, in Bandra, because you're away from the entire din of the traffic and everything, and it's so much more charming. Well, that's awesome. So, like, uh, you had these guests, like, recently? Um, no, actually about uh, two and a half, three months ago. Oh, okay, cool. 
so jani uh, like did traveling convert to hosting or did hosting inspire you to travel i think if if i had to choose it i would definitely choose the former when i began uh, traveling i as we began traveling solo i you, you realize that a when you are alone you are also forced to come out of your shell and out of your comfort zone because you have to interact with people around you to figure out either directions or figure out you know restaurant or figure out some of the most basic things sometimes because sometimes you are in places where you don't understand the language or you don't speak the language rather so this entire thing of uh, travel allowing you to interact with people and more so solo travel allowing you to interact with people i think is uh, it just uh, hosting would be the most natural natural thing provided of course you are in a position where you can host uh, i think i definitely have to go, I, w- i would definitely go for the former Oh, that's cool. So, like traveling, your passion for traveling actually converted you into an Airbnb host. Well, that's interesting. Now, so you were talking about solo traveling. So, which was the first place you went solo? Like, which was your first solo trip? Hmm, my first solo trip um, was when I backpacked across Europe, and that was in about 2012. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was a lot of fun. because uh right from drawing up the itinerary planning uh you know planning the entire trip uh looking up where i could stay uh how you know and, and essentially basically pretty much understanding how exactly you are going to also be saving all your uh, sorry spending all your money because uh, as 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 a traveler i'm also fairly frugal traveler as well So I think maybe an, and and I think the the beauty of solo travel is it also teaches you a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel you grow as a person. That's I mean, personally, that's that's what I feel. And you are you are also then so much more open to newer experiences and newer people as well. So when so for example, if you are traveling solo and you're staying in a hostel, you're bound to interact with other travelers, and you know uh, then. getting together and either going pub hopping or otherwise going and visiting an a tourist attraction together or having a meal together something as simple as that uh, all of that is extremely uh, uh, beautiful yes. and it also contributes uh, to your growing experience yes of course i mean you go out and you meet people and that's how you learn i think you know and the more you and the more you travel solo i think the more you learn but you know i have been talking with so many of my guests and some of them do think the solo travel is sort of an overrated concept which of course is their views so do you have to say anything on that do you think like it's one of the overrated concept i don't know what overrated or not but uh, what i can definitely tell you is that uh, is that having uh, done a fair bit of solo traveling uh besides uh being open to your experiences and your people also sort of understand people better or understand people from different cultures better in terms of not only the observing them but also talking to them uh but to answer your question for say about overrated um i will admit that uh <laughs> so so last year i traveled uh, solo pretty extensively again and again this was europe i was out uh, for about 32 days and while my travel was interspersed generously with uh, you know uh, with friends in bits and pieces uh, where i was either meeting them in a new city or hosting them or or i was a guest in their homes um 
I definitely did feel that after a while, just being on your own can get to you mm-hmm. because there is a there is a beauty in watching a sunset with somebody or or even if you're going through a new experience, then experiencing that with somebody. Uh, so I don't know about overrated or not. I would I would definitely say um, that after a while, it 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 gets to you. You'd like to spend uh, you'd like to experience that or treasure that memory with somebody else. Well, that's true. So uh, you were talking about money and the uh, amount you spend on your travels and all. So could you give us some money hacks or some some money saving tips to our listeners when while they are traveling? Uh, I would say take an, take and take an initial amount of money which you feel will suffice. You know, uh, getting you through the entire landing at the airport and taking a cab or a bus or a, or a train to get to your uh, hotel or your hostel, depending. And then essentially converting your current, your uh, your exchange in the city that you are going to because you will get a better rate. Uh, never, ever, ever exchange at the airport. Uh, my sister and I learned that lesson the hard way once. <laughs> and, uh, what, and what had I, happened? Uh, no, um, nothing happened as such. It's just that we didn't get a uh, we didn't get a good rate. And when we were in the city, that uh, we realized that you know that was a stupid mistake. We should not have exchanged at the airport. Oh, okay, okay. But it's it's but I would I, in in our defense, I would say it's a rookie mistake. Uh, you learn you learn pretty quickly from that one. <laughs> yeah, well, um, true. And I think the uh, the other hack I would definitely share is don't essentially book your train tickets uh, while you are, for example, in India or wherever it is that you are uh, when when you plan to travel across Europe. Because uh, so sometimes you have these special fares that that are available when you're at the machine in the station. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's you can really save a lot of money. So, for example, the first time around when I got my Swiss Rail Pass, mm-hmm. um, I, and I was when I was in Zurich, uh, I realized that because of the understanding that uh, the Swiss and Italian governments have, uh, you can go to uh, Milan in like twenty euros. Oh, or, okay. or was it or, or was it twenty Swiss francs? I don't remember right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so and so essentially, you got return tickets from Zurich to Milan, a three and a half hour train ride in like forty Swiss francs or forty euros. Uh, and the other travel hack is like plan your travel in such a way possibly, uh, you know, uh, if you have to do any journeys as such, do them in the night so that at least you can save on accommodation for that one day or whatever. Oh, well, cool. Those were some amazing tips out there. And of course, so which is your most favorite travel story? The one that you love telling people? Uh, I think it would definitely have to be the one where I decided on the lock once I figured out that I could go to uh, Milan from Zurich mm-hmm. uh, to take a day, to take a day trip to uh, Milan. So I woke up, took the first train out of Zurich to Milan. Uh, I reached there at about eleven in the morning. Uh, had gelato for breakfast. Uh, went to the Dumo, uh, got out, had gelato for lunch, walked around, um, had some more gelato, walked around, and I saw a bit of a crowd outside this local bakery. So I decided to join the queue because I had a lot of time to go and to kill until my train um, out of Milan back to Zurich. So I joined the queue and I was standing, waiting, waiting, waiting. 
And of course, by the time I reached the head of the queue, I realized that, oh damn, uh, what am I going to order? Because uh, it sounded like I could understand what was written on the menu, right? Uh, so I turned, I turned, and there was a gentleman standing uh, behind me, and I asked him, I said, oh, uh, uh, I said, you know, can you help me in terms, in terms of what to order? He said, sure. And uh, he, he did, in turn, uh, help me. We ended up ordering uh, the same thing. Gelato? And then, no, <laughs> no, 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 it was, uh, <laughs> no, uh, it was, um, it was this stuffed croissant kind of thing. So we had that and uh, we proceeded to enjoy our um, little croissant thing sitting on the pavement in um, in Milan talking about where we're both respectively from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he told me about his plans to go to Berlin and I was carrying my big fat Lonely Planet uh, to Europe guide with me. So I proceeded to open my Lonely Planet and say, hey, these are the clubs that you should definitely visit. Um, and we ended up having a nice hearty chat. And uh, then it was time to go back to his office and it was time for me to also get up and get out of, and get on with my um, get on with the rest of my trip. And I don't know his name up to this day. You don't know his name? Yeah, I don't know his name. We both wish each other a safe journey. Uh, thank each other for uh, you know giving company. And uh, I don't know his name. We never exchanged names. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So you see, that, that those are the stories. Those are the kind of stories that happen when you travel solo, which are super interesting. But that's mysterious, but no interesting. So yeah. And he was easy on the eyes. Oh, okay. Now that's interesting. That's more interesting. Yeah. You know what they say about Italian men? It's all true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you never tried to find out, but how could you not ask his name? I don't know. I I guess you are too smitten. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> it's you do you figure you you figure out um uh you you I mean you you are not figure out. Sorry, you're enjoying the conversation so much that finding out each other's name is like a it turns out to be a trivial bit of a trivial trivial thing. Sorry. Oh, so you never tried to find out? Of course, how could you find out? But then still, you oh, never find out. Zuckerberg is invented uh like <laughs> Scanning somebody's picture or something, and like, you can spot that person is. No. Oh, uh, I still wish he could invent that. So, uh-huh. coming back to Airbnb, Anushka, tell us what are the do's and don'ts for our listeners uh, related to Airbnb? Like, what they should do if they want to get into Airbnb hosting, or if they are already an Airbnb host, what they should do and what they should not. Um, I think if you, um, if you're hosting, uh, I'm just going to tell people about the things that I do. One is try and find out what is the purpose of that person's trip because the entire idea of Airbnb is not just opening up your place uh, so that people can stay over there and you earn some money off it. But the idea of it is also to meet people, to interact with them, and to have conversation or exchange ideas. So I think it's very crucial to understand why people are visiting your city uh, to um, try and have a conversation uh, with them first so that you can teach them because at the end of the day uh, to be 
really fair. You are opening up your house to a stranger. And um, I think the primary uh, rule of uh, of hosting or rather, or, or also of traveling, especially solo, tra- solo traveling, is to be safe. And, and the third is um, ensure that both you and the other person are comfortable. Well, that's, that's actually very useful. And as we were talking about do's and don'ts, uh, tell us three reasons why it is good to be an Airbnb host. Honestly, it is just uh, the idea of uh, of meeting uh, people from different cultures and uh, being able to exchange ideas with them, talk with them, um, and how it automatically broadens your horizons and you learn a little, a little more about another person or about uh, another culture and how things are, for example, in, in another country, which is so, which, which I think is so crucial in today's day and age because uh, we live in a very uh, cosmopolitan society. Uh, people are gradually becoming, if I may say, so intolerant of other people's um, ways. And it just helps you to sort of understand how things work uh, across the world a, a little better and uh, also gives you exposure, which I think is very essential. Okay, thank you, Anushka. It was so nice talking to you. Completely my pleasure. And uh, it was fun speaking to you as well and exchanging or rather sharing my experiences and thoughts on solo travel and hosting. Uh, I think Sensory is a great platform for um, travelers across the world to network and meet with each other and exchange ideas about itineraries or travel tips or things that they should look out for, do's and don'ts. And I think it it emulates the entire uh, the entire thought process about traveling, which is at the end of the day, we're all the same kind of people and we're all curious about what's, what's it like in the other part of the world and hence your travel. Uh, that is so beautifully put, actually. I know. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> So guys, that was Airbnb host Anushka Kotwani and she is an amazing host and her guest would definitely vouch for it. So if any of you are traveling to India and want to be her guest, I will put her contact links in the podcast notes. And if you want to know more about her, do follow her on Twitter because there are loads of stories and there's loads of savage stuff out there. I hope you guys had fun in this one and if you are into Airbnb hosting and want to share your experiences, Please get in touch with me. You can simply write to me on shrutiyasakinsari.com Shruti being S-S-R-U-T-E-E at C-S-E-C-K-I-N-S-E-O-R-Y.com And that's all for today's show. We will be back soon with more fun stories and craziness. And so stay tuned for that. This is your host Shruti signing off. So then keep traveling, travel safe, have loads of fun. Keep listening to our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud.